0: Selective Mindset Podcast. This is our Wednesday Fed edition, right? We had the Fed meeting today. December Fed meeting. Yep. That's the last one of the year, obviously. But uh, we got some really big news today. Um, the Fed chairman, Powell, has essentially come out and told the world that the rate hikes are over, right? We've got the official pause in. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. We Not only the pause, but the, piv- the f- official like we, we called our shot, guys. Like, go back a few months. And Gavin and I said, hey, this is peak rates. We talked about peak rates, and I think we nailed that. We hit peak rates.
0: That was like October, November, late yeah. early November.
1: It's, and it's been straight down since, and uh, it's been a beautiful thing. So this, I think this is the official, this is the first time the Fed has actually mentioned a pivot. Yeah. So they didn't actually pivot, meaning they didn't cut rates, but they took off the table any future rate hikes and basically said, moving forward, there will be rate cuts.
0: Yeah. And I think one of his comments was specifically any tightening actions, right? So that, that in terms of even, even other tools that they have in their tool belt, uh, not just hiking rates, like any policy or monetary policy tightening is basically off the Mm -hmm. table at the moment. So they believe they have done enough to quell inflation and that uh, those things are in check and their ability to stay, to start cutting rates is going to be starting next year. Um,
1: well, the market did a favor for them. like Because it's really the market, guys, that dictates this. And, and yeah. you saw, like we discussed, that that firm rejection when the 10-year treasury hit 5% and it just got pushed right back down and then it got shoved down. And literally today at close, I think it closed at 402 yeah. So we're basically at
0: 4%. A full point lower. A full
1: point lower on the is, on the 10-year treasury. Yeah.
0: Right. So, so
1: amazing for mortgage rates, um a great sign for us in the health of the, you know, the real estate economy cuz we're now trending nicely in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And I think we're starting to see a little bit of that the slack. We've talked about this before, right? Like the margin between the spread between the ten year treasury and where mortgage rates land.
1: Yeah, it's still too high. But it's
0: yeah. still too high right now, but right when the when the ten year was at five percent, interest rates were over eight. So you had three hundred plus uh basis points in spread there. Now, you know, we're down to four, let's call it four on the ten year interest rates are probably they're kind of straddling seven percent. Like we're in the, the high sixes probably, but it's like the the rate sheet looks a little weird, right? Where yeah, you kind of have to pay just a little bit, but you're getting you know you're going from maybe seven percent to six six two five for like less than half a point. Yeah. So it's the slack is starting to come out of that, where the spread is going to get a little smaller, and I think as the market continues to to buy in that hey the pivot is in and inflation's going to be fine um i feel like that spread might continue to shrink which will help us yeah so that's good for mortgage rates guys so that that you know everyone here just got an extra you know 40 50 grand in buying power over the last month or so maybe
1: yeah probably i'd have to run the numbers on that but yeah for for us it's just like hey exciting times and obviously the market just loved that news there was a you know awesome rally in the stock market over 500 points uh, the crypto market really liked it cryptos rallied depending on the specific um, coin but I mean you're talking up over you know five percent in generally mm-hmm. so that was nice. gold had a little rally so everybody wants to see this. The challenge is is the data the I guess the question I want to pose is um, was there the damage already done and there too much damage? Did they sustain these high rates for too long where the signs of what's happened aren't going to really show again for like the next three to six months? Cause the yeah. Fed isn't forward looking really.
0: Yeah. They're looking at, you know, yesterday's data. data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to say, right? Because like you said, they're, they're looking at old information. Um, they're really just straddling a really tough line because I think in our world where we're so dependent on where interest rates are at, like this little drop in interest rates, yeah, it's like 1% lower. But it feels like, it feels big.
1: Well, right? it feels Compared like to what we were
0: talking about it's a because, month or two ago. It's
1: because we just climbed and we just peaked, you know, Mount Everest. And we, you know, we peaked and hey, and now we got to go start going back down. And so it's like, okay, yeah. That way yeah. I can, when I go to my clients and say, hey, I know this rate, you know, at 6.75 today isn't ideal, but you can see the trend 12 months from now, is this probably going to be 5.75? I mean, that's a conversation you can have when you can see the trend. Whereas before in 2022 and 2023, we were talking to our clients. We're like, look, you've got to lock in because next week we could be a quarter higher. I mean, it was just nuts. Right. And so it's just this feeling of like, I don't want to quite go to the, point of saying it's like euphoric by any means but there's a sigh of relief like okay we've put the heart of the hardest part of this is now behind us
0: yeah so what do you, i mean you mentioned right are we going to feel the effects or, or is it like is there more damage or more pain coming right because it's a little bit of a lagging effect or impact uh from the rate hikes like what kind of stuff do you think we would see
1: i'm talking like just more like layoffs and companies struggling in yeah. stock and equity markets, not necessarily in housing or in in mortgage rates. I'm just talking general like economic conditions. As yeah.
0: Well. well, I think if we do sustain a Fed rate, let's say, because their projection what like they were sitting like at a at a five point two five. Is that where we're at right now? Mm. And now they're talking about next year getting down to 4.6, 4.6. Okay. So we're going to see a reduction in those rates, but that, that 4.6% that is still going to keep like money market accounts and, and high yield savings accounts. Like those, those are still going to pay like 4% rates probably next year. So there's not a lot of reason to take on risk. If you're if you're in capital preservation mode, is there a big reason to go take risk if you feel like the stock market is still risky, if you feel like other things are still like other investments are still risky, are you going to pull your cash out and start putting it into the market?
1: That's why I think that as far as like the market goes, there's going to be months that look like we're in a strong bull market and then I think there's going to be months where it looks like we're in a terrible bear market. Yeah. It's going to be a real confusing time probably for investors.
0: Yeah, I I feel like
1: people are going to get caught. So if you're Yeah. If you're,
0: well, it's kind of like that uh, like everyone's I don't know if we know exactly what stagflation is, yeah. but it's like right like it's like where we have high inflation but we don't have a lot of growth. And so maybe inflation is now over hypothetically, but I'm just wondering, are we are we going to start to see growth on the other side of this? And and of course some sectors are going to do better than others, but I'm just sitting here thinking that I mean, we're so used to debt and companies are used to debt mm-hmm. and investors are used to using debt to buy things like everyone loves their debt so much. Yeah. Like we're a debt based system. If I mean, the that's debt is. is still four and a half percent, 4.6 percent, right? Like, are people going to want to go and put their money at risk and use debt and leverage or or will they even be able to? So I just wonder if like we're not going to see a lot of capital moving into the markets at these kinds of rates. Like
1: I think it'll be slower, but it's like, yeah. just like I said before though, it's still, if you're an investor or you're someone that's, you're going to look at it and be like, Hey, my return quote unquote is only going to improve over time as rates lower. I think that's the yeah. idea. So, you know, it's going to become more and more and more attractive. And so now it's going to be who can see the opportunity and then sees it prior to becoming obvious to everybody else. Yeah. So I mean I think
0: that's the play most people have had to yeah. take with just even buying investment properties real estate right now, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times the rents don't make sense with what the mortgage or the the mortgage doesn't make sense, the mortgage payment doesn't make sense with what you could rent the property for. And so a lot of people are kind of projecting, right? Like hopefully they can raise rents,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully those rates can come down, they can refinance in the future. So I guess that would make sense. But yeah, I definitely think we're going to see a lot of uh, kind of like you said, right? A lot of little mini bull runs and a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, pullbacks. That's as
1: far as like stock and crypto and stuff. But I I think in real estate, it's going to be interesting to see as like, you know, all of the professional forecasters, National Board of Realtors and Zillow and mortgage, you know, the mortgage lobby and whatnot as they update their uh, appreciation projections and stuff for 2024, I bet each one of them just added at least another percent to whatever they thought it would do.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: Because how amazing, you know, that obviously we get, this is a lagging number, but year over year appreciation, when you saw interest rates go in 2023 from, say, you know, somewhere in the fives all the way to eight and a half percent, you would, if most people would have been, oh, we, mortgage pri- or uh, excuse me, real estate prices would have de- decreased during that time and depreciated. Yeah. And Nationwide, they appreciated by three point nine percent. I thought is a staggering number. It how does be.
0: yeah? How does that make sense?
1: That's crazy. And so, think about it in the inverse of that. Now we're going to be entering into twenty twenty four, where rates are going to be coming down. And if there was already that upward pressure in price with that high of rates, imagine in a rate declining market. And that's why people are like, I just don't see in any world where a crash is coming. Yeah. They'll have to be a major event. We can talk about that, but it's like, man, if we stick to status quo in real estate, the way things are and rates are going lower, I don't see how home prices don't continue to appreciate.
0: Yeah. And I think, right, our, um, you know, the industry expert, interest rate expert, Barry Habib, he called this a couple of years ago that rates would come super, you know, come down super low. Uh, that was mm. before COVID, yeah. right? And I he called that. a shot, it mm-hmm. happened. It was already happening. COVID kind of made it happen faster and maybe a little more drastically. But um, his his uh, reason for saying that was just that the levels of corporate debt, you know, just the levels of debt that we held in the country on the government level, corporate level, just on every level, puts downward pressure on interest rates. Yeah, And so inflation happened, right? That That pain happened. We had two, three, four years, like maybe even more a long time of just sustained inflation that maybe didn't show up in the numbers. But when you're looking at the impact now, and and how our buying power has been deteriorated, like, the only say like the only redeeming anything would be for interest rates to get back down low. Right? There's no other way we're ever going to get any sort of buying power back except with some leveraged purchasing power Mm -hmm. through lower interest rates. So that that's got to be the hope, I think, right? Because <laughs> food prices aren't coming back down. Uh, you know, I don't know what energy prices are going to do, but it seems like they're trying to push those up as well as a, as a policy, not just as what's happening. Um, well, The, I, gas I, the hope pr- is yeah. rates can come down, right? So people can afford their lives.
1: Yeah. The nice thing is we are getting relief in gas prices, which is interesting. I mean, that's a, that's a clear sign of a recession. Yeah. When gas prices are as low as they are. Especially and, considering the global turmoil that we're facing.
0: Yeah, it's also a sign of an election year.
1: Yeah, let's not get into that. Right. So, so I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
0: that's was, that's was kind of just the point I wanted to make. Right. We we really do need interest rates to come down. Right? Mm-hmm. Like no one can afford. Well, we when a, do. The
1: government does. Yeah. I mean, the government's got eight trillion dollars of debt that's that's maturing and rolling over next yeah. year. Imagine if they roll that over. And it's, you know, the interest on the debt.
0: Five, six percent. Yeah, yeah.
1: they they need that to roll over and the interest on that debt's like four percent. Yeah. It's going to feel a lot better.
0: Yeah. It, it's just when a starter home is $500,000 in the valley here, it, you know, that's a $3,500 mortgage payment or more yeah, right now. It is. That's tough. Yeah. Well, that's think tough. about it
1: like builders, like go to a builder and say, hey, can you build that home for cheaper? And they're going to look at you and say, no. As labor cost has gone up labor cost isn't going to all of a sudden go down yeah and then all of your hard items lumber cement you name it like those price people aren't just going to all of a sudden start cutting prices
0: yeah well i think this is great news i think we are trending in the right direction i think anyone who's bought a home in the last year guys we're going to have a, an opportunity to refinance you here in the coming 12 months yeah um you know maybe even a couple times like who knows right like yeah Interest rates are definitely going to be trending down. That's good for home buyers. Um if you're still on the sideline and you just think that prices are coming down, I, I like no one knows, I don't know, but I would say that I think you're wrong and I think home prices are going to really start accelerating and uh
1: yeah, home builders and and sellers are going to take this information to the bank. They're going to be oh, like yeah. they're going to be like, "Sweet. Now, now there's going to be more buyers that are going to come out." And there will be because more yeah. people can now qualify.
0: They'll they'll start taking seller concessions off the table. Oh, yeah. That three, two, one buy down they were offering, that two, one buy down, like not anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be back to, hey, here's five grand towards your closing costs. Yeah. Or here's a free refrigerator. Like
1: Yeah. The cool thing is what we would hope for too, you guys, is that you're gonna see this re-inversion or flip happen with short-term treasuries and long-term treasuries to get back to a normal level. And that should allow adjustable rate mortgages to come back into play. Yeah. As the market's trending down. So it, it hopefully that happens quickly so that we can see like, oh yeah, well, let's pretend a conventional loan today is at seven and a half. Well, the idea would be like you could get a five or seven year arm at six and a half. Did I say seven and a half? I meant seven. Yeah. But like a half percent, sorry, a half yeah. percent lower or something like that. And then you're like, well, obviously, I'm going to refinance this within the next five years. And that's when adjustable rate mortgages start to really make sense.
0: Yeah. L- lots of cool things happening. Excited for what the Fed said today. Obviously, you know, their plan, their little dot map that they do for where they think rates are going. Um it's based on old information, right? So if we have a credit event, if we have a stock market crash, if mm. we have a bank crisis, if we have some other thing, a, a world war or a big war, like whatever it is, any kind of crisis is going to, like the whole plan's out the window at that point, right? And I think if history is to tell us anything, or at least recent history, um, that's when they turn the printers on. That's when they do all those types of things that, that try to spur the economy. So um,
1: what was it that Obama said about Biden?
0: I don't know. What was it? Lots of things, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> never underestimate Joe's ability to blank stuff to up. To blank stuff up. <laughs> Good so old you, Joe. So you never know. Like, yeah. uh, this next year is going to be very interesting on a lot of levels. Yeah. I expect fireworks of all kinds of varieties. But the good news is, is it should all t- uh, trend towards lower interest
0: rates, the crazier thing gets. So, yep. Okay, guys. Well, that's the update. Fed spoke today. Uh, things are moving in the right direction. Let's so, go. Let's go. Let's not have right. any questions.
1: Thanks, guys.